Mel. And Kel. And this is It's Called Culture. Ever heard of it? Big recording day today. Big recording day. Very excited. Our first guest. A very special guest. Connie Marks. Cue the applause. Yes, there will be <laughs> applause. Hello, hello, everybody. Welcome. Uh, thank you. I'm so happy, so excited to be here. My uh, fellow Portuguese princesses. <laughs> We're happy to have you My here. <laughs> Go closer to the mic. I think you have to, like, eat it. Oh, um, shit foam. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I, that's where you hear the acoustics come in. Okay. Yeah. We had to, like, put all these blancatas in here. You to see, absorb so, sound. Yeah, to yeah. absorb sound because it was a little... It was a little noisy. I think maybe uh, a, a blanket, a very thick blanket with the flowers that mm. you used to sleep with, like the four of them in the winter. She'd probably <laughs> hang up on the window. My mom has these like wicked thick blankets and I think that everybody has them and they're like, they have like they this do. yellow hair. They're like hairy yeah. and they're real heavy and thick and like yellow and brown. They're, with like a horse in the middle or something, you know what I'm talking about? Absolutely, yes. You have yep, that blanket, yep. right? Uh, I don't. I don't have the horse. My titia does. Um, <laughs> I have the flowers. Very, very large rose-like carnation. I think I have ones. a flower one too. And, yeah, it's not just one. It's you have like multiple. Big. You know what I'm talking about, though, right? Yeah, they, exactly, right? Absolutely. They bring yes. it back from Portugal and they have to keep it in like a your own carry-on for that bag yes. <laughs> for that blanket because it's so heavy. <laughs> They put, my mom will put like nine, she'll put that with like yep. four other blankets on the bed and yeah, she'll and come in my room and be like, uh, do you need another blanket? Yeah, if it's summer. <laughs> if it's summertime. Like, we, I'm, I don't know, this is why people, we grow up and we need weighted blankets because we move out on our own and we have our own stuff. So like, this is not, it's not heavy enough. What's, it's not the same. Oh, I don't, it's four regular blankets. My husband could sleep with like tissue paper on top of him and I have a weighted blanket that goes just on my side of the bed. Yeah. Oh, but. Anyways, so we have <laughs> we have Connie here today, and we need to just talk to you about how this even came about, that Connie mm-hmm. was going to be on this podcast, and how I met Connie, because it's not like we've known each other forever. No. I'm going to be hearing these stories today for the first time. Yeah, it's true. Because we just met for real, like, two months ago. Yeah, April, April 2nd, because that was... Uh, <laughs> to the T. Well, because... I wrote uh, it in my well, journal that was, night. Um, Ramadan. Right. Yeah. That's right. Because right. we planned, yeah. we went yeah. out for Ramadan. Oh, we did. Yeah. <laughs> we celebrate a girls' night. Yeah, Ramadan girls' did. night. <laughs> um, so we have mutual friends, which is kind of how we. I mean, maybe mutual boyfriend yeah. at some point. <laughs> the same one, yeah. The same one. <laughs> and see, for people who are wondering that we're not Mormons, we just had previously. My sixth grade boyfriend yes. is her current boyfriend. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I, I don't think, has he changed much? No. <laughs> Just kidding. Just kidding. Um, but so we sort of like maybe knew of each other, had some mutual friends, but had never met. And we happened to go out. The, the Ramadan evening was the night, it was the day that Kelly and I recorded our first podcast episode. Right. So we kind of talked about it over dinner and Connie's eyes just like lit up. Yeah. She was like, what's this podcast about? And we said, what? It's about being Portuguese and our heritage. And I've never seen somebody so excited <laughs> about anything in, in their entire life. It's the greatest idea ever. Please sign me up. And I was like, was that, was that something you'd like to talk about? Would you want to be a guest on the show? And she like showed me her tattoo. She whips out her tattoo. She's got her arm and it says Sudad on it with a big 
um, hydrangea. Yeah. Hortensia. <laughs> <laughs> and it's purple. What's, so what's a nvlon? I thought that was a nvlon. It also is. What's a hortensia? They're all, it's all it's the, the same, same thing. Yeah. Uh, because just the flower that lines the, the Rue de Passage Cidade. <laughs> The whole leisure. The whole thing, My driveway at home is my dad just sitting in Vlonge yeah, the whole exactly. way across <laughs> both yeah. sides. So she showed me her tattoo. We were like, all right, this girl's got some Portuguese pride over here. We need to have her on this podcast. And I started asking like the, the obligatory questions, you know, where is your family from in Portugal? And she said, the Azores. Yeah, okay, we know. What, what, what island? San Miguel. Yeah, okay, we know. And then we said, what village? And, and this girl come, whips out my dad's village, the most remote village on the island. And we kind of just knew. We just looked at each other in that moment and we're like, I think we're cousins. Like, we're probably cousins. It, it's a very high percentage <laughs> that we are, in fact, cousins. And we have since confirmed that yes, we are cousins. My father has confirmed that we're not filius primes irmãos, not first, not second, but indeed third cousins. <laughs> Which is just... So fitting. Yeah, I mean, it's the same blood, you know? It's nice. You can't be... I mean, it's tough to be from the same village out there and not be related. Yeah, I mean, it's not that big. Surrounded, it's an island, you know? And back then, with no cars... That's it. That's it. You could go to the neighbor's house and they know your entire family history. They've done everything together. Yeah. We actually... We have a, a mutual cousin who I think is maybe related to us in a different way, but... This mutual cousin knows all about family trees and everything. Yes. And yeah. every time I ask her questions, she's like related to me from my mom's side. She's related to me from my dad's side. She's uh-huh. also from the same village. We're both related to her probably in different ways. Yep. And I just can't wrap my mind around. Like I asked her, I was getting so confused with following the family tree. And the one question I asked her was, can you tell me, are my parents cousins? <laughs> That's all I need I to mean, know. Mine, mine are. <laughs> the, the third, yeah. <laughs> yeah. They really are. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Oh, yep. Uh, it's actually uh, part of the reason why I never understood why I couldn't stay downstairs with my cousin and my brother, my male cousin and my brother, <laughs> after 10 o'clock. It's like, Connie, time to come upstairs. I'm like, what? What do you mean? It's like my best friend ever. Right. And I had to I'd cry. And then as I got older, I was like, that's because you're cousins. So that makes sense. <laughs> That's not how we do this here in America. I want you to marry your cousin. Yeah. <laughs> They're like, like, no. What do you mean? I don't even get it. Like, <laughs> oh my god, yeah. that's hysterical. Oh, yeah, I'm not surprised. Sense. I, I, I think my parents had the same last name. Like before they got married, I'm like, I mean, okay. it's red right flag. There. It's right there. Like it's it's right there in the pudding. <laughs> god, I'm so thankful that my parents are both from separate towns and villages. <laughs> I mean, you're still not out of the woods. No, I have a better so chance. So. You do. Maybe my lines are like fifth or sixth cousins. Yeah. Okay. Probability Maybe. might be lower, but never zero. Exactly. <laughs> we kind of wanted to highlight some of Connie's stories and stuff today. And one of the things that Connie said was super important to her in her childhood and something that she did all the time was traveling to Canada. And I know we talked about trips to the Azores, but if you weren't going to the Azores, you were going to Canada. Oh, yeah. For sure. Those were the only two options, yeah. Portugal or Canada. And, and ladies, what are the two reasons we go on a trip? Weddings and funerals. Exactly. Because <laughs> a mensch and yep. an attackage. Yeah. We can attack, um, which I'm pretty sure is actually the, it's translated to the undertaker. Oh. Makes- Not funeral home, because it's casa de funeral. Right. Uh, which I learned that. 
with work because I would say, oh, thank you, Puina Tech. I have to go to the funeral <laughs> home. And one of my patients was like, huh? Puina Tech? Like, and then realized, like, that's Undertaker. I was like, oh, okay, well, that, that makes <laughs> well, he's, sense, he's right? There. Don't you get it? Yeah, he's I gotta there. go. Yeah. I gotta go there. <laughs> I gotta go see him. <laughs> I gotta go see the Undertaker. <laughs> Wrestling. Yeah. Uh, I mean, funerals is a whole other, oh, a whole other topic. Oh, that's a, that's a topic. That could be an entire episode, episode just on yeah. funerals. So we'll, we'll, we won't, we won't touch we'll that dabble. one too deeply today. But we were making these trips primarily for weddings mm. and funerals. It sounds like yeah. you probably went pretty often. So maybe you went. I did for some well, regular because visits. We have uh, cousins that are the same age. So yeah, uh, I did some dish too. Yeah. yeah, and like I said, we had. Uh, they shipped me and my brother by ourselves. Like, you go by yourselves and have fun. How old were you when you did that? I was 12, 12 or 13. And, and you're older than your brother? No. Or I your brother's older? was 10. He was, my brother was 15. No, he was definitely Wait, older. so who drove you guys? Oh, no, we went on the bus. Oh. Come on, please. No, they sent <laughs> us, my brother and I, on you the went, bus. You took a camioneta? Yeah, that's right. <laughs> and I uh, am yeah, my cousin picked wait, us up. Waiting yeah. for you at the bus stop. Of course, stop. Yeah. yeah, of course, yeah. It was, uh, it was a good time. I had the time of my life. I loved it. I love Canada. Yeah, you get to the frontera and ask all those, answer all those questions. What are you no, doing please. here by yourself? Yeah, right. Where's your parents? Like, yeah. They shipped me away. I don't know. Please, I'm just here for my prince. Yeah, yeah. Where, where's the drugs? Where are you yeah, hiding the drugs? Please. Suck Ryan. So then, I never went on a uh, bus trip there. I, I so did. you did bus trips because anytime we'd go, we would drive. But because it was just my brother and I, yeah, 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 we right. went on the bus. You that didn't time. have a license. You're too Please, young. I was too young. <laughs> I'm pretty sure. Yeah, I want to say I was. Yeah, I was eighth, seventh, or eighth grade. So you're what? 11, 11, 12? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And so my brother is five years older. So yeah, just shipped us on out, and I loved it. <laughs> it was a whole whole week. I think our Portuguese parents took any chance to like ship us yeah. out. And you're going to stay with family. Yeah, so, it's so they know like you're safe. Mm-hmm. So they're like, yes, <laughs> go. I didn't, my parents, uh, maybe because I was an only child, I don't know. Like they wouldn't obviously send like somebody so yeah. on yeah. the bus, you know, you're one little don't kid. Don't talk to right. nobody and yeah. uh, only when you get there. Yeah, there was no chance they were doing that. But we usually, if it was just my parents and I, they'd just drive up in their car. But then mm. there was always like the 15 passenger van scenario. Yeah, yeah, where the whole family's going. All right, there's a cousin man who's coming. You <laughs> yeah. start taking, taking you head get, counts. You get you the know. invitation? You're going to go? Okay. How much do you think gas would be now to fill <laughs> that 15, same, oh 15 van God. passenger? And then even to oh my fuel up there. That's what my father always says. It's a lot more money, the gasoline in Canada. It is. Like, yeah, it's per, per liter. Like, free healthcare, then. Free healthcare. So you, what we would do is, right, because we drove a lot of the times, and this was like recent for a wedding, for a wedding, and not a funeral, but to visit my uncle that was dying. So it wasn't for the funeral. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. My mom flew out for the funeral. But um, so, right, we stopped. We went to Montreal. So it was like, you know, through New Hampshire, Vermont. So my dad would be like, he always had this specific exit to stop at to go get gas. And he's like, you have to stop at this exit for gas right before the Frontera. <laughs> so then like once we got to Canada, it was only like an hour away from the Frontera, the border. And we would be filled up for gas and we didn't have to worry about gas in Canada. 
Like we always have to stop what is at the, that specific exit. What is the fear? <laughs> I don't know I, I, what well, it is. Honestly, it's because they don't know the conversion rates from liters to gallons. And probably. Dollars to and you. also <laughs> ju- just because the numbers are higher. Yeah. Like I'm not going to pay that. <laughs> right. you fill up it on American soil. They're not going to take my money. Right. But oh my I, God. Only got, I only got two Looney Tunes in my pocket. <laughs> what happens if there's a ga- if the gas station is like demolished off that exit? Oh, what now? You got to find a new exit. panic attack. <laughs> ensues yep throws the whole trip off it's completely done <laughs> it's like oh i guess we're gonna get cast in canada i mean this is just you know what story i'm gonna bring up kelly because this is just reminding me of how how they got around like before gps and they're making this trip from here to canada right and there's no there's no map quest there's no gps there's nothing so you have but they all know how to get there they all know how to make that trip right but it's like landmarks and they have their specific way that they need to go. And this trip actually doesn't even involve us going to Canada. This trip was here in, well, in Massachusetts. I was like 10 years old. My dad went out, it was like a Sunday night. He went out to the corner gas station to get some milk so I can have some cereal before bed. And it was already nighttime and he was just coming. He was just going to go out, get some milk and come home. And he gets there to this gas station and he sees this like, older couple in front of him and they're kind of talking to the the cashier like kind of like a broken english and they're trying to ask for directions and they seem really lost and my dad at first doesn't say anything and he like they're not really getting anywhere and and my dad goes and pays but behind them and walks out and they had gone into this old car and there was another older couple sitting in the back seat of the car and my dad just kind of looked he looked at the license plates it was from canada and he said, oh, I already know. It's just lost Portuguese people over here. <laughs> so he, he, he's like, all right. He goes up to them. He's got his galoned milk in his hand. And he's like, Snuta Smeed. And the, the guy was like, oh, yeah. So then the guy, of course, that's, you know, the second you open that conversation where you acknowledge that you speak Portuguese, especially if somebody's in a situation like that of distress, like, oh, my God, best friends immediately. Like, this could have been a serial killer. didn't matter. They are just going to just trust you wholeheartedly so they were like i'm trying to get to nash road and new bedford or whatever it was Uh, my family came here for a funeral but uh every time we come it's daytime and this time we came and they had a landmark off the highway that they used to use the big giant i'm gonna tell you because you're gonna know what it is on on 195 the giant um Water red tank. and white checkered water tank oh, there yes. in New Bedford, yep. you know? Yep, of course. <laughs> and that's the exit you take. After the bola, you take the exit. But it was too dark. So it was too dark, so they didn't know. And they were actually probably like three or four exits before the bola at this point. <laughs> and they didn't know. They thought they had already passed it, so, so they, they took the exit. Yet. They weren't even, like, they had to keep going. Yeah. But they didn't know, and it was dark, and they never came to Nurt, so they had to... <laughs> figure it out so my dad's like all right and like this is still kind of like pre-gps like my dad doesn't know where nash road in new bedford is some random road so he's like i let me tell you what we'll go, we're gonna see if we can help you if we can find it but i have to get this milk home to my daughter so he takes these people he goes you follow me takes like back roads like back to our house like probably at least 10 minutes of back roading to get to our house which is like the opposite direction of where they're headed you follow me and i'm gonna drop off this milk with my daughter and then we'll see if we can get you to where you need to go 
Okay, they all just no hesitation. No hesitation. They just go. They follow this strange man who but just he's Portuguese, but he was so it Portuguese. Matter. Didn't matter. Didn't matter. If he was English. You wouldn't have followed him, right? Of course. No, at all. No, they wouldn't even have glanced. Right, because so, there's no Portuguese serial killers. <laughs> So they follow him through these dark, windy roads to our house. And my dad shows up. We're like, he's kind of taking a little while, but whatever. He shows up with the milk and he comes in and he's, hey, uh, I, got, I got some people outside. We're like, what? And he's explaining this story to us. I got these lost Canadians that came for a funeral. Like, they, they thought they passed the bola. It's too dark. So they are, he's explaining this to us. And he's like, I don't know. They need to get to Nash Road in New Bedford. And I said, oh, I was like, dad and i'm like 10 like i don't know anything about directions i'm like that's where hot wheels is we had the skate-a-thon in my school and he's like oh oh yeah and my mom's like i know how to get the oh, whole familia in the car we're all driving to nash road oh New Bedford. did you pack a lunch and a drink it's just like nighttime i didn't get my cereal i was waiting for my milk and cereal we all got in the car as a familia we started going to nash road and over he's oh when i get to nash road then i know how to get there and then i know how to get there we get to this guy's family's house. They're not even home. So now my dad feels like... And it's Dnut. It's Dnut. Um, my, my dad feels like, I can't abandon these people here. We've come all this way. I can't now just like leave and they're not home. Come so, this far to help these people. <laughs> no cell phones, nada. So it's going knocking on the, the neighbor's doors. Knocking. Oh, like in the village. Like in the village. Knocking on the neighbor's door. Do. Can I use your, your phone? And they call and then eventually they connected with somebody and they came home and I don't know what they were out gallivanting at night. You got a funeral oh. tomorrow. Where are you going? Because people come, they were going to get milk as well. <laughs> yeah, they're probably, just missed them. <laughs> but just, I mean, the story just kills me in so many ways because A, just the landmarks that they would use yeah. to, and that's the only way and I know when I see the bola, that's when I get off the exit. But it worked for them for so many years. As but long as you don't come to it, you're all set. It. You it's like, time change. anything can happen, that landmark can disappear or be gone and then what do you do? You pull over at a gas station and pray that somebody Portuguese shows up to buy milk. Like my father knew how to drive the 10 hours to Toronto. Oh yeah. By memory. Yep. Like how? <laughs> It's ridiculous. By just landmarks. Yeah. And especially that rest stop that you had to stop yeah. at. It was, it was definitely the same one. You guys <laughs> were stopping at the gas. <laughs> but it, it was always that. And then just the fact that, like, the second you open up to somebody that you, they know you're Portuguese, it's like, that's it. You're, you're amigos, you're primes, you're yeah, whatever. you've known you know? each other your whole, your whole life, life, basically. Yeah. It's crazy. So when I recently drove with my parents and I used the GPS, my father would always get nervous for the border. So he would drive and then we would switch at the gas station in Vermont and then I would drive through the border and I would answer the questions because he would get all nervous, right? Because he's always hiding stuff in the car, like food and stuff. And he would be pissed that I was using the GPS because he knew how to get there. So there was no reason for the GPS. None. He looked, we didn't, we don't need it. And I'm like, all right. So I'm like, dad, I'm going to trust you. But I would always have my GPS on my phone. I was going to say, that's, that's kind of pushing it. <laughs> yeah, I was like, oh, I'm going to, I don't, I don't trust this dude's memory. So I'd always have to think, do you know how many times he was like wrong? <laughs> oh my God. Because <laughs> things change. And I'm like, dude, dad, I'm like. He's like, oh, no, 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 don't listen to that. Keep going, you know, they're arguing yeah. with you. This thing GPS. doesn't know, I know. Yeah, and it's like, you know, dad, there's construction, there's these whores. Like, no, I'm not listening yeah. to you. But he would be, oh, it, it should be a, it should be a to telephone was going to tell you to do that. And I was like, just, just, just realize that you forgot. And like, it's been so long, like, it's been so long that like, 
we use GPSs now for everything. <laughs> like, it's not, it's not a bad thing that we're using a GPS and you can't remember how to get there. <laughs> but, I mean, did you confirm you couldn't remember? Because he probably knew some back road way because my father's like, if you go this way, yeah, you can get there. It's but it's going to be a lot of traffic. <laughs> this way, you cut off at least 30 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, I feel back then, like, they were not going to go, like, your GPS is going to take you, like, the calculated, most efficient route, right? right? And back then, that's not the way. They don't want 52 turns to go the most efficient, like, way to get there. They want the easy way. If I got to go 100 miles out of the way, just to stay on one highway, <laughs> so there's only two things to remember, that's the way we're going to go, right? That's true. You look for the bowl on turn. <laughs> it's all about landmarks. I don't know if it was that same trip that you took with your family with the gps driving up there but your dad would hide stuff like you said in the glove compartment like (laughs) like food right my dad would hide meats in in the glove compartment so like we would have the cooler in the back but that's where you have to keep like your documents (laughs) so you have to open it and like hope they don't see this uh, honking piece of meat it's wrapped in foil i'm assuming i so i had i was on so like i never knew like what they would bring I never knew what they would bring to um, to Canada. I just like, you know, I knew they would pack like wine, boot, like beer and stuff. Mm-hmm. And like they would have a cooler in the back. But I just, I never knew. I'm like, all right, fine. As long as it's not, like, it's not drugs. Yeah. It's not weapons. We should be good. So when we get like, again, at this exit in Vermont, we would do our switch over. And so my father's like, okay, if they, when we get to the board and they ask you anything, we don't have anything. And I'm like, dad, that's a lie. There's wine and beer in the back. If they open your trunk, they're going to see it. I rather just tell them, "Hey, this is what we have. If they don't, if they want to take it, they want to take it." My father <laughs> did not tell me that he had meats in the glove compartment. <laughs> is this a very large glove compartment? He would like, open the glove compartment. And he had like this like rolled like spiral like ham or some type of ham. Your in dad the glove compartment. is a ham guy. Yes, <laughs> he, he does love his ham. Well, it's different in Canada, so he needed to make sure that he had it. What was he going to have for breakfast? I died. He just opened it. He just opened the glove compartment, and it just like rolled out. (laughs) Oh, let me get my paperwork over here. Oh, that's a passport and a little pork. (laughs) All the times I've been, they've never really like searched our vehicles. No, if you ask that, like they ask all the time, like, oh, we have a couple cases of beer. We'll bring Oktoberfest for my cousin. And like, oh, we have a couple cases of beer. And they're like, okay, <laughs> that's it. Yeah, that's what I'm like, why They, they treat so... it as if they are smuggling illegal substances over the border. And it's like, sir, you can have a, a small piece of meat. I mean, you can't bring the whole, <laughs> the whole pig. Yeah, but... yeah. Right. I mean, but they would always get, they get so nervous yeah. once they get to yeah. the border. Is, is, there, is there like rules about what you can't bring? Like, I think there's like some things. It's like no spiral ham, no, fi- <laughs> no firearms, no, no, no drugs. <laughs> no spiral ham like what i think there's like some there's some things i think you can't bring yeah for sure but it's definitely spiral ham yeah. is allowed because like hey, i, I just, need to make a sandwich later for my family over here i have but pop sucks me, don't take my pop sucks we were visiting my uncles like my cousins and my uncles and both my uncles are butchers oh. so why are you bringing fucking ham <laughs> To a butcher. <laughs> to he run. was bringing it there? He was bringing it there. And then he would bring some stuff back because my uncles that were butchers would give like my parents some meats too to bring back. Well, you got to share the... Here's the American pig. Me. Canadian pig tastes much... <laughs> uh, hello, Canadian, Canadian bacon. bacon. That's all it is. 
Dad's like, I'm going to show them. <laughs> yeah. Try this American pig. It's delicious. I, Shaw's $4.99. I yeah. bought this one. How much you pay? Yeah. Just, Probably as much as the guests. He just had like, every, there, was, there was different little things hidden in the car. <laughs> like meat, like meats. And then like, I think there was like cigarettes at one point when he smoked. But I'm like, dad, cigarettes are not illegal. But it, I think they just have that fear that they're going to get caught with. I'm like, the worst they do is just they take it away from you. I know, you're but not it's going like, to jail. It's worse when you're when you lie about it. You're lying about it. You're hiding it, and you don't speak English. It's right. like I'm gonna lie. And it's say, not looking good. I'm, not gonna, I'm gonna lie and say you know we don't have anything. Like when we went up for the wedding, they, they asked you like what's the purpose of your trip. You're like go oh, for a wedding. How many days? Oh, a couple of days. Do you have anything? No, I don't. Okay, open your trunk, and there's beer, wine, <laughs> a cooler, and a pig, <laughs> and, a, and, and a pig in the back seat in the in the trunk. It's like, I don't, they get such, they have that fear. They don't mess with the law. They're just like, no, we we are just, actually, we're just crossing over the border on foot. We're not actually in this vehicle. We're just, we're trying to get to the Casament. There is no vehicle, sir. I don't, I don't know what you speak of. Oh my God. Yeah, it's, it's ridiculous the way that they. I don't know. I just went through customs coming back from Mexico and I have a bottle of tequila in my suitcase and. They just asked if I had anything. You weren't horrified? No, to, I was get, Wow, you were in the air. <laughs> so they, all care. they said to you, like, I think they told us, like, you just have to pay extra if you say it's tequila. I guess, I don't know, I don't know the rules, but the, the lady that me, that we bought the tequila from just said, if they asked you at the airport if it's tequila, say no. Say oh, it's great. just liquor. More illegal Whoa. activity. So I'm like, all right, but what if they ask me what type of liquor? <laughs> then I'm stuck. <laughs> I'm going to say tequila. But the lady didn't even ask me. Like, I went through customs. She saw I was by myself coming from Mexico. And they were like, what is the purpose of your trip? I said, just traveling. And then she was like, traveled by yourself. I was like, oh, I met my friend. <laughs> I met my friend in Mexico. But didn't ask anything about the, about the booze or, you know, if yeah. I had anything. It's a little sketchy coming back by yourself from Mexico. A right. Bit. But You're I was a, runner, a, I was a hiding spiral ham in my suitcase. <laughs> Ma'am, we're going to need to do a cavity search. <laughs> There's a whole spiral ham in here. Good <laughs> ass. It was all about the travel. Like, I feel like I don't remember a whole lot from actually being there. So my dad, there's this one specific time that it was my father, my brother, and I. And we're all of age, right? It was, I think, at that point. Oh, actually, um, I was very excited because at 19, you can consume alcohol there. So I was 19. Um, and so my brother was you know, older than I am. And <laughs> so we can all drive, right? My father insists he's going to drive. And, and then we'll switch. When I get tired, we'll switch. Like, okay. <laughs> He never asked to switch. So I kind of took that as, all right, like you're, you're comfortable. You know, we were awake the whole time. So the, on, and that was on the way there. We had our trip. It was a great trip on the way back. Same thing. He wanted to drive. He drove. So he drove the whole way. He up? drove the whole way up. I mean, it was a smooth nine hours. We left real early. We got there enough time. It was, it was very good. Uh, but then after the fact, all he talked about, to everyone was uh, how I go up there, my two kids, they're big. And nobody drive the whole time I drive there and I drive back. Like, but you didn't ask. Oh, I told you before, you're going to drive when I get tired. I'm like, did you tell me you were tired? <laughs> he threw it in my face. Oh, and then still to this day, if you ask, he, would, he will tell you the exact story of I drove all the way there. Before we go, they tell me we, we, they're going to drive. They never drive the whole way. This one in the back sleeping. Talk about my brother. I'm like, 
All right, Dad. That's uh, that's what you want to. That's how you remember the trip. It's fine. They that's love to throw it in your face. Yeah. Nope. <laughs> I had a great time. It was a great trip. <laughs> that's oh my god! It's already like trip. Like you didn't say one peep yeah. about wanting to switch, but you he nope. was like waiting, and he already he was already yeah. thinking that. Oh yeah. On the what way. am I gonna tell? Yeah. I'm gonna tell everyone. My two adult kids. Nada. Right. I drove the whole way. He purposely probably drove there and all the way back just so we can come back and tell. Yes, people. yeah, probably. It's like so, this is gonna be a good story about my lazy kids. Wait, lazy was, was he kids. already? So my one question: He drove all the way there. Mm-hmm. Was he already making the complaints after that one drive, or did he wait to drive both ways before he, he started complaining? He waited to complain? drive both ways. Yeah, because there <laughs> we just got there. It was we were smooth sailing. It, you know, we right. plus we stop at our rest stops, pee-pee, got something to oh, eat. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, we, my brother and I would get something to eat. My father had cooler packs because why are you going to spend money at the rest stops for a cheeseburger when you can have your pop stuck with Cajun Montego? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh. But yeah, it was there and back after said trip. And then that's when the complaint started. It's like, okay, well. So you had, yeah, yeah. You had uh, like 22 hours of Total. driving to, to make this complaint. There's a statute of limitations yeah. here that has been exceeded. Surpassed. We're done. <laughs> Oh my god! Like oh, so, so speaking of the rest areas, one of our trips that we were in the, the fifteen passenger van, you know, whole families going up. I think it was a funeral. We are driving. We're somewhere in New York, and we stop at a Roy Rogers, which is not a chain I'm familiar with from around here. But I very specifically remember there was a chain restaurant called Roy Rogers that you would stop at on the way. And I had a, I had just gotten my braces off, and I had a retainer. And back at that time, it was like super expensive that they probably paid six hundred dollars for that retainer out of their pocket because they probably didn't have insurance for that and that was like big money big big money okay that they were paying to keep my teeth straight so you know you're always getting yelled at you have to wear your retainer whatever you had to take that out when you're eating so i ate my little sandwich my little burger that they paid for and i had put it on the tray on the side we left the the Roy Rogers got back in the van. We start driving. I don't know how, I don't remember exactly how long we had been, but we had been through tolls already. So we had already gone through tolls on the way. And back then it was not like easy pass. It was like, you know, like the, the little carton, it was a little card and you had to like, look at it and follow the map of how many exits have I been on the highway and what do I owe and all that stuff. So we had already gone through a toll. We had been driving for quite some time and I don't know how it came up, but somebody, and I'm way in the back of the, the van, and somebody, maybe my mom or something from the front, hey, Missy, you got your retainer? Uh, I, the blood drains from her face. And now, and now we're having this conversation across the whole, across the whole van. So all the passengers are listening to, you know, you're already in the car for 12 hours or however long it's supposed to be. And now this conversation's going on about where's the retainer? Oh, the last time I saw her, I took it out. I put it on the tray when we were eating at the rest stop back there. And we're looking, we're trying to, you know, look in the car. And then we're trying to make the decision. Are we going to turn this whole 15 passenger van around? Go back through the tolls, go all the way back to the thing and see if we can get it. I'm like, it's not still going to be there, mom. I mean, I put it on the tray. I, I took the tray at the end and you go and you dump everything from the tray in the trash and you put the tray on top. I was like, we're not going to find it. You oh, better you believe. <laughs> you better believe you're gonna watch go- this. Yeah. 
Here we go. Whole van's turning around. Now I feel so bad because the whole van, now I'm screwing up everybody's trip. (laughs) Elderly people, you know. There's a full 15 passenger van. There's a vouge in there. There's the old team. They're trying to get to the the funeral. Right. This is already a long trip as it is. And we just, oh, this, just by making that turn, we knew it was going to be another like hour and a half, two hours to go back around, come back. We had to stop, go find the retainer if we found it. I mean, imagine doing all that and you still don't even find it. You just delayed their arrival time. <laughs> yeah, like if if we had GPS at that time, recalculating, right? thing would be, yeah, you're Make going the you wrong turn. way. Yeah. <laughs> so we go back. They made me personally. Say, do you remember which trash you put? Which leash did you put it in? I had to go in in the in the place. Now I'm not in the dumpster in the back. I'm first. We started in the store. If I can, if I didn't find it in the store, we were going to be in the dumpster in the back. But yeah, you asked them. Excuse me, who just emptied the trash? <laughs> I need to find my daughter's retainer. That was six hundred dollars. Okay, so. I had to go through, I said, thank God I had a good memory at that time because I said, I think it was this leash over here that I put it in. And I went and I'm going through and I, I found the freaking thing. I mean, it was was papage and gravy and all kinds of stuff coming up on it. I didn't even have gravy with my meal. It was, (laughs) I was like, okay. So I pull it out. Of course, I'm like, I don't know how old I was at that time. I was, you know, probably young teenager, young teen, 13, 14 years old. Mom, I'm never going to wear that again. Never. It's been, it's saturated with gravy that wasn't, didn't belong to you. Yeah, nukamaj, that thing's going to go in my buka, right? Like, I'm never putting that in my mouth again. And she's like, you're damn straight. You're going to put that in your mouth. We're going to get up there when we get, you don't have to wear it right now. When we get to Canada, you're going to, we're going to put some, you know, the dentures, the things to clean the dentures, those effervescent with the tablets. Yeah, with the bubbles. The bubbles valing pots. going to clean it nice. <laughs> We put it in with a lot of bubbles and we waited and then she, I had I wore that fucking thing again. She watched you. She's like Matt Nabuka. Yeah, put and that I, in your. It mouth. was all I could think about. It was just like I could not wait to stop wearing that thing. It probably built your immune system. Yeah, mm. you got all the Canadian American germs, <laughs> all of it, just all up in there. All in your uh, in your buka. I I mean, really, what I take from that story is the fact that. There was no way they were not turning around to go look for that retainer because no. that is hard-earned money spent on on your teeth, and not everybody can do that. Right. So they are no, we are turning around, and you oh you oh you don't remember the trap? You look through both of them. You're gonna find them, and thank God you did because that might have just been your funeral as well. <laughs> <laughs> I would have never, I mean, I didn't hear the end of it as it was, so I would have never heard the end of it if, like, we didn't find it or whatever, and, like, I had thrown it away. Oh, my God, forget about it. That was the talk of the trip. You know, there's always a talk of the trip. So yeah, they dad, get there. How are you yeah. doing? Yeah. Oh, you'll never believe what happened. Look at my <laughs> Melissa. Look. They got to explain why they're late. Yeah. They're late because of you. They have to go back. They spent more money on the tolls. <laughs> you ruined it all, Melissa. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, exactly. But still, with the, he, my dad was doing some mental math in the front. Oh, the gasoline is going to cost this much. We're going to be this late. We got to pay this much more in tolls. Oh, still worth it for the $600. Still worth it to turn Thanks around. Thanks, God, we got the 15th passenger. <laughs> I felt like so bad. The whole van turning around, they're all side-eyeing me like, oh, man. This puta forgot her retainer. So um, it's the trip that was just my brother and I. We went to Canada's Wonderland 
and I love rides, so I'm going on all the rides. I think it's, you know, having the time of my life, it's the greatest. Uh, and I, at the time, um, I didn't have contacts, I had glasses. So I'm on all the crazy rides, and I go on the one that spins while spinning, it's like orbiting. So it's just yep. spinning while all the whole mechanism is also spinning. And it's above this very pretty little uh, man made pond, uh, water feature esque thing. Uh, so I get on and I'm I'm with all my cousins and my cousin sc- starts, you know, and my cousin's screaming her head off and I'm cracking up laughing as we're spinning and spinning. And all of a sudden I just see my vision just go away. <laughs> I feel my glasses just fall off and the shock of, oh my God, that's, that's not sunglasses. Those are my actual <laughs> glasses. Like, and I don't take them off because I like to see. <laughs> so... Canada's Wonderland, my glasses fly off my face, they land in the pond, right? So I get off, I get off the ride and I'm going to my cousin. I'm like, my glasses, my glasses. I am hard. I am in a different country. It's not like I can just go get, I don't have my prescription. I don't have anything. And are you like blind as a bat? Oh, I can't see anything. Like I can see figures, but no, like I know you have eyes, but I can't see the color of them. You're just like, moving blobs you're a blur yep so i go to my cousin and so my cousin who is just incredible she goes up so calmly she goes up to the attendant she's like my cousin they're they're visiting from the states her glasses they fell they fell in in the pond can you believe they they stopped the ride they emptied the water. So my cousin. Now, of course, we're with my other cousins and their parents. No. And everything. They all went, you know, to continue the fun. And my beautiful human of a cousin stayed with me and waited until the all, the whole pond was empty. And we found my glasses. We Holy. got them back. So the the extent that you go, you're in a different country and you're a child, oh and this God. is expensive, right? Like I need my glasses. You need your retainer. And we we got those back, um, yeah. And uh, my cousin was too sweet to uh, berate me for the rest of my trip, but uh, oh my yeah. Only in Canada. Yeah. And this was a trip point. without your parents, without right? my. Yep. Oh. And so yeah, and I mean, can you imagine? He has six flags. They'd be like, "Now nah, you snooze, you lose. Get out of here. <laughs> <laughs> you got a better right. luck next time. You should have right, taken right. them off." Did you read the sign? It said, "No glasses on this ride." <laughs> Canadians are like, "Okay, we'll close down the. We'll shut down. We'll the shut whole down the ride. Yeah. You. Was are you sure it was this pond? You want to check the other one too?" <laughs> Yeah, kind of like, I mean, you can imagine how many belongings were in said pond. Did you get and, other stuff too? You well, got, there was a lost and found. But I had to pick up a couple of glasses because then a couple of them looked the same and I can't see. Like, is this yours? Put it on. Nope. So it's like, you know, algae. Yeah, right. <laughs> you're putting it on. These look like they've been in here yeah, a while. Put it on. Yeah. I'm like, oh. I can, yes, they're purple. Yeah, I can see. I can oh see. My oh, thank God, the relief. So all the people that were waiting in a long line to get on that ride, you ruined their whole day. Yeah, the damn American. Stay where you are. Like the person, that they were next. The, the little gate waiting. was in front of them. They were yeah. next. They'd be like, poof, next yeah. in line to ride the ride. Yeah. I, I will say that the emptying of said pond was pretty efficient. It didn't take crazy amount of time, but you know, we, we sat there and I was just praying the whole time oh my god if i if they don't find these what am i gonna do you're gonna be blind what am, i cannot trip. see can't go anywhere do anything fun because i can't see and then my daddy's gonna kill me oh yeah oh yeah, so, yeah. That, how much do those cost that was yeah, a pretty penny yeah. too. couple yeah. hundred dollars yeah oh my god that's hysterical and then imagine like you said like if it 
like you're on a ride. You don't really know exactly where they fell off. So you're kind of like, yeah. Thank God oh, the pond oh, was actually, Oh, they below. just got caught right over here. After they, <laughs> after they emptied the pond, they're like on your back or something. Just like hanging. Oh, 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 oh. what's the... Oh, I'm sorry, Taki. I had it with me the whole time. It's right here. I'm so sorry. Just kidding. <laughs> you guys need a hose to fill it back in, fill the pond back up. Like, get out of here. Canada's oh, Wonderland. Right. Fantastic place. <laughs> and now, now I do not travel anywhere. Like right now I have extra pair in my purse i have contacts in the car my fear of not having vision because something happens probably stems from yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> oh now my especially God. that you drive vehicle yeah. you're like crap yeah, you lose your glasses like, mm, your contacts you're stuck you're stuck oh excuse me ma'am we're gonna shut down the whole interstate over here <laughs> <laughs> oh Sophia, you don't understand i can't see <laughs> i remember I don't think this wasn't in Canada's Wonderland and, and like my memory's so bad. I haven't been to Canada in 15 years or more, but they had like a, this might've been a short, now that I'm thinking about it, this might've <laughs> been like a short term thing. I don't think this was, a, this was a permanent fixture, but there was this big like Ferris wheel, a big Ferris wheel with cars attached to it. Like, like real actual cars, real cars, like a, a Volvo and oh. a, an SUV. So each thing, instead of it being like the regular Ferris wheel, little little cart, little thing. cart that you get in, You're in a car, you were in a full vehicle. And I think it was, it must have been so some cool. kind of like a promotional thing, like the cars and they got together and they did this thing, but like. You're at the top of a Ferris wheel and you're sitting in a freaking sedan like Toyota Corolla <laughs> up there and you're just, you're putting on the AC. Oh, you're doing my. oh yeah, that's cool. <laughs> that is awesome. Like I'm driving in the sky. <laughs> yeah. Like it was just like the weirdest thing. But yeah, now that I think about it, that probably wasn't like a permanent I fixture. I mean, I'm, I'm a little upset. I missed it. I went to Canada frequently. I never, I never rode that. Maybe Niagara Falls, maybe. Because it's definitely a big... Uh, that was near, like, what's the tower there? The, the CN, CN Tower. tower. So that in, was right near Toronto. that. No, I'm, I was just recently there. I didn't see, you know, uh, Ferris wheel with cars, so I missed that. But that sounds awesome. <laughs> so I wonder, like, so there's no Ferris wheel that's there normally, and they just, like, swapped out the, the carriages for cars? I don't know. Like, Flood Ford is advertising right by the CN Tower. <laughs> I hope no one was using that as a landmark. <laughs> <laughs> Occurs in what? Who's No? You don't see the big thing? It's Come not, on. It's not there no more. We're going I, the wrong way. I can't believe it. Turn around. <laughs> yeah, tell you, Chevy, you pick up truck, a insane. The Buick, the red Buick, yeah. no version. I don't know then. So it's about that time. Thanks for listening. If you're enjoying our podcast, Please just give us a review on whatever platform you're using to listen to us. You can also visit our website. It's folkandfad.com. We have transcripts available there of every episode. And you can also send us an email, mail at folkandfad.com. Or you can hit us up on Twitter. Same handle there, folkandfad. And for Instagram, you can follow us at underscore it's called culture.